achieving something now. She's doing something. Right. Now, a lot of people think it's funny. And one guy shouts out, you suck, like, towards the end. But she doesn't. She's like... She's a sparkle motion. (laughs) There's sparkle motion. Getting ready. And do you think a star color is all about sparkle motion? Betty says, if you feel like throwing up, Sally, just swallow it. She goes, okay. That's like bringing on. Okay, now, the internet tells me that Donnie starts the fire without a match. But, and he's supposed to be, have that's supposed to be one of his superpowers, fire. But I don't know. He uses gasoline to. S- I don't know. Well, he, don't forget, like he burns a certain part of the guy's house to reveal something. So he maybe had to use the gasoline to. Uh, no, but if it. you can, I actually saw a fire like in my house, and it spreads. You don't need gasoline. Didn't Waterman save the day in that? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. Sparkle emotion. So you know, I don't. You ever seen the movie Welcome to the Dollhouse? Uh, no. Maybe the the main character's sister also is in like some kind of dance group. Oh, now you I know what song the they're plane. doing, right? Everybody wants to. You don't know. Well, let's take a listen. No, let's take a listen. Oh, the reflex. Good guess. It's right. notorious. Oh, the notorious. I thought it was the river reflex. Now it was supposed to be Pet Shop Boy. In a western town in Denon World. But they didn't get the song. It would have been more apt. So they did notorious. That notorious. And it would have been a totally different feeling. Right. Do you remember the video for Notorious? Wasn't that the one? No, it was a reflex where it was Depeche Mode performing live, and somehow water starts bursting out of the giant right. video screens above the Duran Duran. And the yeah. car. Yeah. Like a, like a waterfall. Yeah, right. Which I'm sorry, that's a little problematic. They probably get electrocuted or something. Now look, see, Donnie's you, doing gasoline. Now we don't see a match. Yeah. See, it just flames. But I don't know. Nice. I think Donnie, we could have just not seen the lighter, but the internet insists he just did it out of his will. Does this look like the Nirvana video? Mosquito! It's Mosquito! <laughs> There's a millennial version. There you go. Weed anus. Come on now. Weed anus. <laughs> Entertain us. All right. Weed anus. Um, Here we are now. We eat anus. 
It's the millennial version. There's Janita. Oh, Janita. So what's the big line is I, I'm starting to uh, doubt your commitment to circle um, motion. motion. Yeah, well, that's coming up. Uh, it's not time yet. You see, Donnie had to burn down the house so that that woman couldn't go to L.A. so that her mother and her daughter, the daughter could be on the plane that will have a jet right. engine ripped off of it to resolve the paradox between the primary universe and the tangent universe, thus saving the primary universe. And you could say, like, wow, Richard Kelly, you did a great job with time travel. Best of luck in your next movie. I wonder what it's going to be about. And he's still, like, in Southland Tales, and I'm not spoiling anything. There's time loops in that movie, too. It's fucking amazing. Really? Well, Can't wait till you see Southland Tales. No, I'm not going to watch it. You've spoiled it. Oh, screw you. <laughs> Okay, now we find out, just like you said, Patrick Swayze has been arrested because the fire revealed child pornography and he pedophile stuff. Kitty porn in his basement. A kitty porn dungeon is the way it was described. So now he's totally disgraced. Wow. I guess. And that was required to get the mom on that plane. Six days left, Mike. Six days remaining. It's six days remaining. This is my life. You're making fun. These are songs from the big chair, Carl. Carl, from the big chair. These are songs from the big chair. It's big Okay, so now Drew Barrymore is fired. Get out of here. Work the week and yeah. and pack your stuff yeah. and get out of. And it's go, I go guess because of the book. Oh, because of the destructor? Ram yeah, Green? I guess. We're still on that. Now ah! and nobody heard but Fuck Janita. Oh, yeah, there she is. That was Eat your lunch. <laughs> oh, well. Bye, Drew. My mind's eye. It's like they're crying. Awesome. There you go. These are songs from the big chair, Carl. Okay, whatever that means. Do you mean the big chill? I don't know what the big chair is. I don't know. Tears for Fears, which God forbid they see even call themselves that, had an album where it was like songs from the big chair. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, songs from the big chair. Oh, all right. I was going to make fun of it. I thought you got the extension, but <laughs> oh, no. Look at that. Kitty Dungeon. Now, in order to get the living receiver to fulfill his destiny of saving the primary universe. The manipulated dead must create, and the manipulating living must create a insurance trap that ensures the guy's going to do it. And that's what's going on. They're setting up. All right. She's saying, listen, you got to go. 
Yeah, she's saying, oh, this is, I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. Whoa. There's the money shot. But I do like how she's like she's kind of dressed down a bit when she when she comes with problems, mm -hmm. you know. Like it, it tries to give her like a little bit of a little dimension. She was the um, the nitty nit, you know, the little fuss pocket, uh, fuss bucket of what was it? It was Little Miss Sunshine, and she was like the registration lady. Sorry, you can't. Uh, I have to see that movie. Here it is. I. You should listen to your dedication. Stop that. Yeah, there's the money on the set. Yeah, the cult line right there. Is. Hey, we did it. Uh-oh, evil Frank. It up, it's ah, getting Yeah. Yeah, eight days remain. What the fuck's wrong with my son? Yeah, I know. That's Frank. Son. Mom, I can't explain. So Please now, don't make me explain. She's like, I'm going away, I have to go. Your sister's in charge. She'll drive you to therapy. And he's like, how does it feel to have a cuckoo bird for a son? And she's like, pretend, you know, it feels wonderful. She's like, loves her kid and very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a kid, I'd love that bitch. You bet. <laughs> well, you know, honey, I was expecting a jet engine to land on you, but here we are. Do what you got to do, and then when you're ready to die from a dead engine, we can, of course, correct the universe. But, you know, mm -hmm. you do you. It is what it is. You do you. Uh-oh, how many days remain, Carl? Oh, no, we don't get that. Look, he wrote his letter. Darko. Darko. They laugh at it. No one and uh, Drew Barrymore laugh at his name, like, as if to say, come on. No, I don't think it was at his name. I think it was just like he's a character. I I always took it as they were laughing at his name too. Look, cellar door. Uh -oh. Do you see cellar door on the chalkboard? Uh huh. Why? No, it's just you, Carl. You're crazy. Now Drew Barrymore, she's part of the one of the manipulated living. Look, these people, they know they're going to be destroyed, even though they don't. In 28 days, they'll do anything to save themselves. So they get they set the stage for the insurance trap, and that is cellar door. At the insurance trap, he's going to go down into the cellar. You'll see. You see, it was 1955. Okay. J.R.R. Tolkien said sure. he declared that the most English-speaking people will admit that cellar door is beautiful. The phrase cellar door. It's the perfect English phrase. Do you uh, agree? <laughs> that, that. No, no, I think the guy told you. Okay, you should listen now because now's the touching moment with Sin with Chinita. Oh, yeah.
That's your catchphrase. Now look, she wrote Donnie right. Darko's name on her book with a heart. Yeah. Yeah, what a dick. Now she wear uh, he wears her earmuffs as if to say, like, not I'm carrying you, but I'm connect like. So now we have well, he drama. She he he said, I'm creep. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I like you. And she ran off. He's like, no, I'm going to wear a part of you. Like, oh, no, right. This is where he talks funny. He's going to talk funny, right? Like, he gets into, like, Frank's voice? No, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't get into Frank's voice. He... Okay. She, she, he's admitting that he flooded the school... And he burnt the house, you know, and she's really scared. And he's like, did Frank tell you to do these things? And the answer is yes. And, like, he, this big thing is coming, which is supposed to be the end of the world. So he's like, I see Frank right now. And he now knows, like, uh, remember, he's hypnotized, so he's being honest. He knows that he's got to make a choice to do the right thing, and he doesn't want to do it. He's He wants to live. He's scared. Right. I'm telling you, he's selfish. It's only when he realizes that if he's going to continue this way, it's the world's going to end, that he says, all right, I'll do something about it. <laughs> right? Like, it's raining. You're living on the water. Eh, it's fine. Obviously. And then when you get wet, you're like, oh, the door. No, but Mike... <laughs> To save the universe means he dies. He dies. Well, you know, he knows it's a fake universe. So he should have done it a long time ago. No, in the primary universe, he won't exist anymore. He'll be smushed by a jet engine. Right, I'm aware of that. But he's, <laughs> he's still coming. Now he's like, I see, I see Frank right now. Oh, no. He looks up at the sky. Uh-oh. I'm acting. Carl, I'm acting. I'm Jake Chilwell. I'm acting. I'm acting. I'm acting. He was acting. His acting debut was City Slickers in 91 as, like, one of the kids. Oh, interesting. I guess. Well, he was in Bubble Boy. You ever see that piece of shit? Yeah, Bubble Boy. You wanted us to see it. He was in that. He was in Jar. Yeah, I wanted to be... Well, he was in a bunch of really good, like, kind of over-the-top movies you can find on Netflix. He did Okra and the uh, Elvid Buzzsaw is a good one. It's another mm -hmm. over-the-top film. Oh, Night... Have you seen Nightcrawler? That's a good That's one. a great film. Creepy. I loved him in that. <laughs> yeah, he was creepy in that. And I loved like him in Source Code. Source Code, yeah. Good old Source Code. What a bummer, that movie. More time travel, like sort of. Kind of. Well, yeah, it's a time loop. You know, and then he, at the end, he's like, I'm going to move left because you're going to try to hit me on the right side. Ha ha. I took your handcuffs because I know the last time I got handcuffed. <laughs> Look at that. Man. So now and then it's like he, he fine. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. 
No, 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 I'm pissed about that movie. Go ahead. It's just a plot point. She she got into Harvard. And so, like, the up oh, FAA guy. Yeah, what's up with that? Nothing ever comes of it. So. Oh, this is like high school students party crowd. This is what it's like. Well, because she got into Harvard and the parents are away, they do a party. And at this party, I mean, it's got like a he's got like a day left. It's like tonight's the night, I think. And who should right. come over but manipulated, live uh, dead, his girlfriend Jenna, Gretchen, and they even gonna do it. Look at this! This guy's never been born in the eighties, and he's got people dressed up like Hulk Hogan and Ronald totally Reagan. Nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Well, it, it was a movie. I'm sure that they had art directors, right? I'm telling you, this guy's a genius. <laughs> this film is <laughs> genius. I wish he was genius because I want him to. Okay, so now she doesn't know the parents are away. She's like, call me the second you get this. Your son is going to do something bad. I don't know what. He's going to shoot up the school. Okay. Manipulated Dead comes over and says her mother is missing. It's got to be the stepfather who stabbed her, you know, and the police said to go somewhere where she felt safe. So, so she and I heard you die. at a party. And I wasn't I invited. So, you know, my stepdad's going to try to kill me. So I figured, well, maybe I should come to this party that she didn't invite me to. That's the only reason why I'm here. That's the thing. Yeah, you're right. She shows up for that reason. She wasn't invited. <laughs> yeah. oh, look at all the little rabbit skulls. Oh, sister knows. Gothic sister. Okay, now, she's very distraught about her mother, and she's upset, and her mother might be getting killed. Who knows? And uh, so what choice does she make? She makes love to Donnie Darko, who loses his virginity. Well, then he realizes, well, you did it. 12 hours to spare. Yeah, I'm not a virgin it. anymore. And you, and, my, right. and you can go to heaven, porn star, ghost. Yeah, right. Yeah, meatball three. I did it. I did it, God. I got the, the nerd to laid. I'm All Mae right, West Sally. over here. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> she was doing Mae West that meatball entire three. movie. She says the ghost of a porn star talks like Mae West. Yeah. She didn't do oh, her research talking. for that film. Okay, no. now, so, the sister's like, where's my boyfriend Frank? And the answer is he went on a beer run. Oh, this is where the audience goes, oh, now everything makes sense, I think. Now I get it. Okay, they're coming back from L.A. with the good news that they made it into the semifinals. Notorious. Not notorious. Oh, Star Search, right, with Ed McMahon. Yeah, with Ed McMahon. Okay, Adam. here's a new comedian. His name is Sidbad. Wow, that was great. Wasn't there like a – there's some country singer that dominated that show. I liked Sinbad. He wasn't threatening at all. He was without that. He had orange that. hair. You would think he's bad, but he's without that. He's, uh -oh. he's, he's got sin and he's got bad in his name, right? Sin right. and bad. 
thin. Thin being the Spanish word with, without. And then bad meaning he's without bad. Sin as without God. He's sinning. He's sinning all the time and he's bad. Well, sinning he, is bad. He's not without bad. No, sin. Okay, it's what's going on with without. Donnie? What's going on with Donnie? He looks all fucked up. What's with Richard Kelly? I think he's fucking broke behind the camera. Could it be it's time? What's this? He's getting led somewhere. Frank was here, went to get beer. Why should he know about Frank? Frank is the rabbit's name. Right. Who would read that? So his sister's been writing those notes, like going to pocket. Now his sister wrote that? Uh, Frank wrote it, and he wrote it in the same font that he wrote They Made Me Do It. Oh, and then it's time. So now, <laughs> Donnie sees through a wormhole, and he starts to understand how it has to be him who goes and gets that jet engine. Right. He's got to do it with his telekinesis. Go ahead, box me in the head. So now he's like, the time is near. I have to go talk to the author. She's the only one who will know what's going on, what I have to do. So he goes and he's like, he's going to put the letter in her mailbox. But, but that right. is the insurance trap. The manipulated living have brought him there. So by the those are the two friends that Donnie Narco has for being near friends. Right? It's all it's Drew Barrymore for mentioning cellar door and talking about the destructors. Right. It's Noah for telling him about time travel. These people are compelled by something they don't understand to, to like act and play a role so that Donnie gets, you know, I mean it's it's uh, Gretchen, uh, it's the guy getting, you know. It's the reason that the parents got put on the plane. It's now he sees what does he see? The door to the cellar, right? Yeah, weird. So he thinks there's something in there for me. Uh huh. It's the Twister family. They're hiding from his sister. <laughs> the Twister gone. Yes, it is. You can come out now. <laughs> Where's my cow? I have my cow right there. What um, happened to my cow during the twister? The twister oh, well, happened. The yeah. <laughs> it was a sight to be seen. I swear to God, if I paid a mission, I'd be like, I got my money's worth. If you saw that cow fly in the air, whoa, boy. Oh, twister. It's a real movie with the real cow. No, no twisters were harmed in the making of this movie, but we fucked up the livestock. <laughs> no CGI cows were harmed. Your eyes might have hurt from looking at that CGI from 96, but yeah, well, it was okay. Wow, look, there's a piano in the cellar. There's a gin joint. See, there's really nothing down there for them, and he's a little confused, but it was Seth Rogen. Oh. I don't even remember this part. This is... What's happened to him? This is what gets Gretchen down on the ground, you see, and hurt. Right. Seth Rogen. Bogey. Boo. 
Now he's really he's sort of like doing him harm. He's holding him down. He's got a knife to his throat. Yeah. Must be like partying with Dave Franco. Yeah, right. Your brother couldn't come out tonight? No, the cops wouldn't let him out. You got to hang with me. Okay, here comes the red car. Frank is in the car. Okay. And that's the one he passed in the beginning of the film. Now, who comes out? Who comes out to check if there's any mail? Oh, the old lady. Yeah. And so to swerve out of the way of the old lady who got her letter finally, he runs Gretchen over. And she's dead. Boom. Oh, no. And then it's going to be pathetic because it's going to be the guy in that Halloween costume. Like, what happened? Yeah, exactly right. With his California plates. It's in Virginia. I know. Insane clown posse shows up. What a clown. Beat it, clown. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, Gretchen, wake up. Wake up. Yeah. Did we run you over? Can you believe this clown? (laughs) Can you believe this clown? Look at the tire tracks. Wait a minute. When he goes back to real universe, where he, he allows the jet to land on him and then people live, yeah, she doesn't even know who she, he is, right? Like they never right. meet. That's right. There's Frank. They, but they'll all be haunted in their dreams about it. Now look, remember he's a crack shot. We learned, and he stole a gun. Yes, man. And his eye looks pretty healthy to me. Right. No gun. No bullets out there. What's your point? Oh, dead is dead, Frank. Oh, that's why Frank haunts him because he knows he's going to kill him. So he tells the clown, "Run home and tell your parents that everything's going to be okay." I guess it's because Donnie has now decided he's going to do it. That's right. how his oh, eye got fucked up. Wow. It all comes together. Meanwhile, the fucking time travel lady is just hanging out in the middle of this. She got her letter. She found her letter. She's going in to read it. Now they in the director's cut, there's a necrophilia scene. Really? I don't know. No. No. It's a threesome with Frank and Gretchen. <laughs> They said, listen, for the home release, oh, look, Blockbuster is going to make a Blockbuster. Yeah, card. did you see the Blockbuster cards? They might want to see a video yeah. tonight. Just like the 80s. I'm going to go rent uh, Donnie Darko from Blockbuster. I'll be right back. They didn't have, all they have is a Darko. All they have is well, Carl, Darko. Why would someone make a sequel to this movie? I don't know, and I didn't watch it, but reports are that it's really quite weak. Look, look. Oh, it's really, yeah, look. The skies are dark. Shit's fucked up. Yup. Could it be a black hole is forming? Oh, I fucked this shit up. Oh, I really fucked this shit up. This better be a time hole loophole. <laughs> better be a dream. Ew, he's got his dead girlfriend in the Yup, he's got his dead girlfriend in the front seat. 
See, he, with his love of his life gone, uh, you know, the only way he can save her and everybody like Chinita is to do his duty. What exactly is his duty, but he just lies in his bedroom and waits for the dead engine to land on him? Yeah.
<laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> it is 2 p.m. on Friday, uh, March 7th. We're starting at a Midori Radio Comedy Festival. And March, March 6th. Oh, March 6th. All right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> um, and so this podcast is called um, Meet the Parents. Um, hello. Yeah, so we have some special guests in the house. I am your host, Bernie Yeah, from Seattle. And why not we start from my right and then Rolf first and then do a round of introduction. Hi, I'm Rolf Bernie. Do you want to go before me? I, 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 <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the lead. <laughs> Pam is the one runs the music radio. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Everybody yeah, knows Pam already. Music yeah. radio announcer. <laughs> uh, meet the parents. Meet the parents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, three. We have, like, two more guests might drop in. And, yeah, so they will come in. Uh, we will introduce them as they come in. Uh, my name is Bernice Ye. Um, I live in Seattle, and um, I was born and raised in China. Um, I came here when I was 21. Um, so the uh, reason why I want to do this podcast is because uh, this uh, earlier, well, no, earlier last year, I brought my uh, boyfriend to meet my parents. Um, he's American. He's never been to China, so it's his first time. Um, and he doesn't speak Chinese other than knowing Ni Hao. Right, <laughs> and so uh, there's just all kinds of like silly things that happen on the trip. So I just want to kind of stress through my story, and then like we got all the comments. That, hey, they have a lot of meeting the parents fun moments too. So I guess I started, but I want to kind of to ask everybody about uh, what type of meet the parents you want to talk about today. Uh, Anyone who can jump in, just yeah, go. Yeah. This is Rolf. I love meeting. <laughs> How many parents have you met I so far? Well, not really, because I've met a lot of people in China. I met my mom in China. I met my dad in China. I met my sister in China. I met my cousin in China. I met my brother in China. I don't love meeting my parents. I love meeting my friends. I love meeting my family. You know, I will always love their company. I will always love their presence. I will yeah. always love their Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. I love my parents. I don't really like them. There you go. <laughs> 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 Ada, you can talk about your parents. <laughs> so uh, I'm, uh, I don't want to talk about my parents. I want to talk about my dad. I have a ton of them. My father has like 25. And so there's a lot of siblings. And then um, my father's uh, third wife. And so I don't marry because I don't want to get married. And so we have lots of siblings. Siblings are lots of siblings, uh, and that's also the thing that my siblings are all like like anthropologists, sociologists, um, genealogists, anthropometrists, right? <laughs> Just to explain who they're meeting. Now our other two special guests have arrived, <laughs> so um, why not? Uh, so Andy, go ahead and start introduce yourself. Uh, I'm uh, Andy Clark, and uh, 
have a special guest, my girlfriend, uh, Alex Smith, who's been uh, meeting each other's parents. Most of her parents. She's got an interesting family that she's been with. <laughs> Very nice. Thanks for including me. Welcome. I'm not a comedian. I'm like, I think I am. I, yeah, I'm, I, I, I feel like all parents like me, and I might be a little, uh, but I know how likable I am, and <laughs> um, I know that my family is loud and interrupts each other, and once I dated someone for about five years that never said much to me and wasn't really loved by me, that didn't work for me. I find it kind of annoying that I've made it to the breakthrough stage. Yeah, it's, it's nice, because I feel like I meet Alex's parents, and the first time I kind of go over there, because they've never once asked me a single question. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's nice. It's good. Got a lot of practice. A lot of, a lot of case study. That's awesome. That's awesome, Pam. One job. Well, all parents hate me. Well, Margaret hates you. Drinks all the wine about Marxism. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of Marxism I like. You know, you we're against fossil fuel, but when it comes to the people on the salt plan, we'll make allowances, right? Drink <laughs> <laughs> super wine. You don't want to own this, you know. Let me take that <laughs> off your hands. Yeah, I love capitalist wine. Yeah. Let's do more of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, one at a time. <laughs> um, we have another special guest. Um, so, well, actually, I'm going to say boyfriend. Um, he's no longer my boyfriend. Um, he's my fiance now. So yeah, so, so he's going to call in. I don't know about two twenty ish. So I guess we're going to talk about all this. He doesn't know what we're talking about. So maybe we can ask questions and see uh, his perspective. So maybe we'll talk about how long. How long has he been with you? Um, two. Uh, now it's two years. the other boyfriends for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not use, but you know. <laughs> I've gone through a few. <laughs> um, yes, so that's actually a good question because like the one of the first thing uh, my friends asked me is like, oh my God, like um, are you picking him to leave? And like and ask him, are you nervous meeting the parents? And I'm like, no, I'm not picking him Kenny. Um, it's the best thing they don't speak the same language at <laughs> all. <laughs> like, I'm just a translator, right? <laughs> and then so, like, nobody can offend anyone. Because uh, my mom is a very, she's very charming, charismatic, and then she will, like, when you don't know what she's talking about, you're just so friendly. <laughs> 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 but then she starts to, like, stem, like, oh, your life is not so short. <laughs> So, you know, like, it's nice to have me as a filter. <laughs> um, you have a lot of energy. I do, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also because my parents, they are, like, um, oh, sorry. Um, usually after three days, it, they drove me crazy. Like, I will just have a mental meltdown. Um, but because he's there, he's the center of attention, <laughs> that helps. And I can talk shit about my mom in <laughs> front of her. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Maybe we can off topic. 
I do mean English. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. It has been that for a long time. My, actually, I don't know how to date anyone um, in Chinese. One time, I dated a um, Taiwanese Chinese guy, and then he um, native language is English. So we speak the same native language, but because I've never really dated people in Chinese, so I feel like a twelve-year-old, and <laughs> it's uh, so weird. I cannot say anything like romantic or sexy just <laughs> like yeah because i think the, it's the same here i couldn't uh, i couldn't possibly date my partner i've never dated my partner i like to date my partner my partner is spanish-speaking mm. um and so i've been learning spanish and that's not an un unusual language um, <laughs> <laughs> um, especially in this country and um I, and i i just because in order to keep up with the family and everything it's it's good but partly was choosing to learn Dutch. I mean, it's a thing between <laughs> us. I'm like, you know, could you like do one semester or something? And she's like, it's pointless language. It's a colonial language. Like she gives you all the politics. I said, well, Spanish is a colonial language, but then that doesn't, that somehow doesn't work. Um, and she <laughs> but, <laughs> but does she love Fable? And Fable does is- she love Fable? She does, she does not. She does not, Fable. but she loves Hema. Hema the shop, you know? Oh, we spend time in our Hema. It's Target of the Netherlands. It's like Target, but better. I mean, it's just incredible. <laughs> so she loves Hema, and in fact, I might have a reservation for her because she doesn't speak any Spanish. I can learn it for her. Uh, so Fable there. Uh, but <laughs> right. But Fable. Fable is this delicious dried fruit. It's the automat, it's right? Like, yeah, it's like you put honey in a little thing and pop it up in your oven and then you add some fruit <laughs> and it's so it's and crunchy. And it's like like when you take panko rolled in french fries and it's fable is the best for munchies i mean now that all these places are legalizing marijuana i think fable is like yeah because i mean nobody sober would dream of going to some sort of place like that it's like but when you're really need to like right now it's the best and the food is the best walking on your side and <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what's my horoscope today is that you're going to brainstorm an idea with a friend that come like make money. <gasps> Here we are. <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> Literally, I'm going to show you after my. S I, I take a screenshot of it. Okay, I wonder what we're going to talk about today. Do you always take a screenshot of your horoscope? <laughs> Only when I like it. Did <laughs> 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 it eat things? I don't know how to do that, but I feel like if I even pay attention to it, people are going to believe me, right? Yeah. yeah Pam, yeah. you've almost hit stereotype bingo. One more. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting the fries. <laughs> are, there any, are there any Filipinos? We could talk about Lindsay. Well, I know like yeah, we one thing Filipinos. about every Filipino. <laughs> like, I like Chinese people like to gamble. Like <laughs> people like the Dutch like colonialism. We fable. love colonialism <laughs> and, and fable, but we also love lumpias, um, reference to colonialism. Well, I uh, I guess so. What I'm thinking is I'm going to jump in, share a little bit of the trip things, and then you guys. I want to hear your stories too. So feel free to just grab the mic and say, "Hey, I have fun story." Um, so the the funny part is like so. Um, my fiance's name is Rick. It's pretty easy for any Americans, but it's a sound that most um, Chinese people don't know how to pronounce. And my grandparents, like they're 80 years old, just know it. They just they say, come up with a Chinese name. So, <laughs> so we have to come up with a Chinese name for him. Um, and then so we have this brainstorm session. There's, I said, well, what, what do you want? Like, so he said, I want 
stop in a house called Gentle Dagger. So <laughs> Gentle Dagger. <laughs> Gentle Dagger. So you start telling me from now on, Alex. <laughs> so, and of course, you know, like, I'm going to take, <laughs> take the opportunity that, no, you take my last name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so he took my last name. So his, uh, his Chinese name is Ye Rou Dao. That's the stop, like, Gentle Dagger. I told my parents, my family, they're like, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> 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 Nobody likes it. So they put, okay, another round. What else means a lot? Oh, like surfing, like the oceans and like the ocean. So then he's like. <laughs> Your boyfriend just sounds very theatrical. Ocean. Like a dagger, ocean waves. Well, when he calls me, you should tell him that. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're going to make up some names. Like Romeo joined. Oh like, we can <laughs> make up, we can make some names. Big right? Concert, yeah. <laughs> 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 Smells weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, he's like, I, I think he's a hipster because he's used to it. So, so yeah, <laughs> glad to hear some validation. He's a fine man. Yeah, so we come up with like ocean waves, so it's yeah, hai chao. So like then like yeah, it's not bad, right? Yeah. So no, so basically he doesn't have a name anymore. In in China, he's hai chao to everybody. <laughs> what is what is your character? Oh, uh, so the the character is Xing, so it's yeah Xing, and then the specific territory is uh girls who are talented. I know that Alexandra, my name means helper of man, and I don't really like that one. Whoa, I did not know. It's like sweet if you think of it in like a positive feminist way, but I don't really like that one. Man is my name. That sounds bad. So I would say gentle dagger. I don't really know what that means. Don't advertise that. Just don't <laughs> mention it like on a radio show or anything. Like now the whole world will know. Yeah, thanks for letting me know because Alexandra is one of my favorite names for like girls. And I said, oh, if I have a daughter, I don't plan on having kids. But like if, if so, it will be Alexandra. It's a great name for a make-believe girl, so go <laughs> for it. <laughs> I think we'll most, most of the kids in the world that want to have kids plan to have that name. It's probably good to have a couple of names. Just in case, you know. <laughs> 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 well, but the funny thing is, like, the reason why my parents picked that name is they, I was born, they look at me, oh, it's not going to be beautiful. So <laughs> How can they tell that from a baby? <laughs> uh, because the thing is, I don't know, okay, this is another thing really ridiculous for Chinese parents, right? They uh, always wish the baby had big eyes, which is funny. Like, so the Chinese were, like, obsessed with the double lid eyes. So they do, like, cosmetic surgery to have that. And uh, for me, I was born, I was crying for, like, two days in a row. I have not opened my eyes. So, <laughs> 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 but, no, I mean, they were telling me as, like, a joke. So it's not like they're so mean-spirited that they were like, yeah, she's not a cute baby. But <laughs> <laughs> hopefully she's smart and talented. <laughs> Another, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. So meet the baby. <laughs> meet the babies. <laughs> oh, man. 
I don't get that like when you're in the workplace or another kind of gathering, whatever that is, and somebody comes up to you and goes, Hey, did they send a picture? And I'm just like, Oh, Google, new baby. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> So now I have a question for everyone. Okay, so tell me the first moment when you meet a parent or, you know, your sibling, your partner, your friend, your friend. What was the first moment you remember? Or, like, what happened? <laughs> the first three or four times, I was just there for the first time. The first three or four times I met my mom and my stepdad. No, that's like two years into our relationship <laughs> that she felt comfortable, but yeah. That's more of your experience. I just remember your dad looking at you and just not saying anything, which is really typical of a kid to just not say anything. So when I remember, I just got asked a lot of questions and I didn't really know what to say, which is fine because I don't know what to say. Yeah, the complete 180. When I was with them, From the Midwest, from Mis from Missouri, from another Missouri, just there to ask them questions, ask them questions, have an idea where they are. It's very different than when you're with your parents. Not to mention, they just really liked my sister's boyfriend, like who's no longer in the picture but still hangs out with my parents. So wow. Oh wow. that's what we're working on. <laughs> or four. I I like I like having Angel there because it really took the pressure off me to talk to them. It's like, all right, Angel, you go out there, talk about flying with us. He still flies with her stepdad. So why? Oh, yeah. Why your sister? Like, what's so special about him? I, he's a people pleaser. I don't know. He like helps a lot. <laughs> not not he to make Andy look Alexandra. bad. He should yeah. be called Alexandra. <laughs> not to make Andy look bad, but he's just he's an overachiever, and we're all like, okay, you you go be the perfect son they never had, and we'll be over here in our imperfect selves and be fine with it. He's in there doing the work, talking about yeah yeah. I honestly, Andy, my parents like you too. You just um, <laughs> I hang out with your parents. <laughs> I think I hang out with your parents more, and my mom gets jealous. I have always like, my mom's like, "Oh, you went to your dad's. Oh, you went to Andy's parents. Oh, what about us?" And I'm always like, "Oh, you guys are like really close." Definitely a different dynamic than Alex's family. So that's really pleasant to get involved in. Their overall fine later came out. So just to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. They're nice. They're nice people. My family just loves to drag out their childhood stories about me and the terrible me. Um, uh, right now, off the top of my head, sure, people think, sure. well, if somebody else is talking, I might think of one or maybe not. Uh, and I just, I was just, how do you think that makes you look? Like you're meeting a brand new person for the first time and you're just thinking about me because you're just going to think that they're going to think you're funny. Like, it's so you show yourself in a bad light. That's not at all how it works. <laughs> they think they're funny and that I was super embarrassed. Like, wow, you were embarrassing as a kid. I can totally <laughs> see that. You're still, so you're still embarrassing now. It's nice to meet, be with other people who also know how embarrassing <laughs> you are. <laughs> see, that's why I can do editing. It's great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, much, it's much better. And it's, it's um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you can be that 
partner with Dr. Jackson at African Studies Center for Decades. Having, you know, my, my partner and I spent some time at Franklin Ramirez University studying modern Australia. But it gets really annoying. We don't have a language. And, and especially when we're here in the States, I think our classes are even more complicated because we don't have a language to manage what we're talking about in the yeah. United States. Right, yeah, they yeah, are yeah. joining and us on the phone. I'm always like, if only you knew Dutch. <laughs> joining us on the phone is Brent Matilda. He does not know Chinese. He's hey, Brent, how you doing? Hi. All right. Hi. Oh, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, this our two guests, Andy and uh, Alexandra, won't be able to hear you because they have their headphones, but everyone else can. Woo! Hey, Rich, how you doing? Ni hao, Rich. Ni hao. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Fluent. Fluent and perfect tone too. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> how long? How long can we have you today? Um, well, I guess as long as you need me. Wow. Pretty wow. good. Longer than Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh, I think I gave a, a very high level sense of uh, the situation um, of all the comments you made. By the way, that was uh, Han, by the way, that was your girlfriend, so it's safer. Um, <laughs> and then also told them you have your Chinese name, Mr. Haichao. <laughs> and then so I guess yeah, guests in the room, do you have like any questions for Rich? Uh, how how much time do you have no idea what anybody is saying? Like is it uh, the Bernice person that spoke to you in English or what was it just all is it weird to learn another language? Um yeah, I mean I would say ninety percent of the time I was understanding what was being talked about, but Bernice did a great job of translating for me. Um, I will say how much just experiencing things with people and having nonverbal communication and how powerful that is, uh, and when you're able to laugh at things and that sort of helps. Bernice did share with us like she thought she could like edit everything, and she, <laughs> her parents are like, "You're misreading <laughs> that body language." <laughs> she just, you know, she fluffed it up a little bit to make it look better. <laughs> Sorry, Bernice, you should not have said that. <laughs> and it's yeah. a bunch of comedians here, Rich. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, well, are you're uh, you're calling in from Seattle? How's Mr. Butter? Uh, he's good. I'm working from home today because of the coronavirus. So much for clarifying <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had the opportunity to spend time with this fantastic speaker. I love all cats. Thanks, buddy. Did he touch your face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was hanging out all the time. You know, I was getting all in his gap, gaffing for him. I was all about him. have a cat sit in his mouth and talk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was the scariest, was there anything scary about Mr. Butter? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say scary. I would put the uh, intimidating situation because we had been together for a while. I was prepared to go through the most 
kids don't have time to read. Um, so the added anxiety of parents at home with kids in another country and not being able to communicate with them and things like that. Um, I think going into it, maybe I had a little bit of anxiety, but I, I think time as in By the way, I have no idea that that was going on. Um, yeah, so because like, I mean, we talk about getting married in the future. I just felt like that time, so much stuff going on. Oh, there's no way he can find time to just think about this. Um, but then the thing is, it's always um, my parents, act, my mom actually taught me that. Like, no, you're not supposed to talk about your feelings. They ask, they ask about you every day. Can you just tell them? Like, they don't even remember things. Just tell them <laughs> you're married already. <laughs> <laughs> just tell them you're married already. And I was very upset. It's like, no, but what if I, I will get married later, right? Like, then I can, like, go to the wedding and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And so I negotiated with my mom. I said, okay, I'm going to tell you on don't tell anyone else. Um, and then we showed up, and my mom's like, yeah, they're engaged, yeah. And everybody's like, congratulations. Luckily, that was in Chinese, right? So Rich, oh. <laughs> yeah, so Rich was just doing the cheers with everybody, and I'm like, oh, I was like very, very annoyed. And I have to complain to Rich, and I guess that time he knew what he had done, and that probably made him annoyed, but I was like, a lovely scenario because then you know your whole family comes and they say cheers and then you just have the ring that he's apparently had in his pocket the whole time <laughs> and reenact the moment <laughs> that has already happened <laughs> exactly so did rich did you try and um ha i don't know if that's a custom in china or not to ask for the parents to read the translation that would be no, hard to do without bernice's translation she would find yeah. out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awkward and i was i was less <laughs> they love you. They love you. <laughs> they love you. Yeah. As the non-comedian in the room, she didn't say they hated you at all or whatever. You were kind of harsh in your summary. <laughs> she did say you were a hipster, though, Rich. That's right. Yeah, we're oh, all agreed. I, I think that's a dirty understatement. <laughs> oh, I covered that already, too. <laughs> Are you drinking matcha tea spruce roll right now, Rich? That's what I want to no. know. Yerba mate, yerba mate. Okay, how about I throw this one? Like everybody be the judge, right? Like, Rich, he created this fake Instagram account and he did a go to the beach, wear the jeans, swim in it, and then roll around in the sun. And after that, he get exfoliated and he created his own face. Know if that's a hipster. <laughs> or Rich that. sounds a teeny tiny bit gay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 have Mr. Butters in the lab. <laughs> Shouldn't have right. explained that. I, whatever Bernice's parents might have said, this lesbian in the room are approved of you, Rich. Yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Bernice is lucky. <laughs> Be fluid, man. It's all good. <laughs> all I can think about is that Chris Isaac video where they're all wearing bikinis and rolling around in the in the, yeah, in it was the ocean just like together. that. Exactly <laughs> like that. Did the jeans look good, Rich? Um, I kind of gave up on that. <laughs> <laughs> the rolling around on the work. beach. Classic <laughs> hipster giving up. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I was living in LA at the time, so I could walk to the beach and, and 
I live in a gifted husband. <laughs> did you meet Richie? I did too. And what was that like? Also, yeah, that's that's also one of my favorite. So, um, <laughs> that's Richie's family. Assembled of like really fancy set of and so there's like eighteen people, and then so then she asked me, "Do you have a lot of like you know Japanese Chinese people?" And it's like, well, I'm a one nighter. It's like I only use one night for everything, but she misheard as one night here. So that's like the first. Conversation I had with her. <laughs> hey, hey, mom, I'm a whore. <laughs> Good intro. What do you think? <laughs> Andy, is that what your parents called you? Yeah, they definitely called you a whore. <laughs> Like yesterday, I met her and I immediately texted her and I wanted her to be on the podcast. Yeah, no, she Alex is really likable. Everywhere we go, or at least attempts to be. <laughs> we just had an awkward. We just came from a sandwich shop and we just had an awkward, drawn out about trying to say goodbye to the people who were making our sandwiches. <laughs> and they weren't acknowledging it. She just kind of stood in the doorway with a hand raised. <laughs> so that's kind of the. She's very likable. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody does that anymore. Everyone's just looking at their phone. I thought that was a whisper. Oh, there you go. Oh. 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 No, it's okay. We're rude as fuck down here. People, everybody looking at their phones, walking out of places, talking about their <laughs> Oh, Rich, I want to bring up this uh, special experience we had. Um, so the, the, the very first day, not the first day, but the first day that we met, Fine. Yeah. He's, he had 
nothing wrong, but uh, do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell it? Um, we can do it both together. Okay. You know, All right. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know exactly why we ended up going to <laughs> the medicine doctor, except that we thought it would be something fun to do. Because um, we had gone to see a, a Chinese medicine doctor here in Seattle once, and the backup of it was $50 for two weeks. Yeah, Vietnamese um, groceries. Yeah, for pain medicine. Um, and I was just curious. I wanted to know if you wanted somebody to say, based on that he doesn't do a lot besides kind of check your pulse and put his hand on your arm diagnosing having an illness or something like that. So That's always how it is. Yeah. That's that it is. That is that especially when you go to the hospital for no reason. I don't know <laughs> what else you expect <laughs> them to do. What are you looking for exactly? Just thought it'd be fun. <laughs> well so the there is always there's a little bit of a reason because I think most of us have um mild diagnosis of illnesses, right? So I America is not worthwhile to go to the doctor. What are they going to be going to do? Right? That's the thing. So, but for Chinese medicine, I think it's just like you know, you go to a doctor, uh, which is like specialty doctor visit. Um, so I figured it's like you know, you just go to the doctor. And we when we went to Seattle, we had like a short visit. Um, so the doctor was like super nice and like you know, just like checked us out and stuff. Um, but IBS. in the room, so <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so understanding neither of us are really sick, we get there, and her mom, her connection to me, gets us to jump the line in front of all these people who are waiting outside. You are sick. <laughs> you probably are sick. <laughs> You're not really happy because you were clearly not all that serious. And in China, at least with the, the medicine, like the Chinese medicine doctor, it's a lot of people I sit down ahead of all these people who are like sick, like who would just die in the first moment of this. Bernice proceeds to tell him all about how I have diarrhea all the time. <laughs> um, so every old, all the old lady were laughing, but also like the, the there's this old-looking American guy have diarrhea all the time. <laughs> uh, but then also like to paint the picture and what happened to. diagnosis for me amounts to a lot of different herbs and tinctures and things that they then dehydrate me I have to drink twice a day the most bitter horrible tasting thing 
possibly imagine. For the entire trip in here, Jack drank me at every turn. And um, I'm not exactly sure if it would. I did not get sick while I was there. So mm. it potentially was extremely effective. No diarrhea in here. Work? And no coronavirus. Wow. No, I'm just like, I just don't know. But <laughs> but you could be sleeping like And I, I get sick almost every place that I go. Not necessarily diarrhea, but when I travel I almost always get sick in one way or another. Like in China I was sick all the time. There are these magic drugs and why aren't you can you bring them back? Are they I think you can. Like, I actually, when the doctor, when we left, and the doctor was like, oh, you can also bring them back. I was like, oh, you can. <laughs> Anyone have a diarrhea problem? Yeah, I'm going to save your number in my phone and bring in the girl with the diarrhea tea connection. <laughs> <laughs> does anything to stop you up. Yeah, oh, it's know. like oh. meat pills. It's so like it's like bechamel with meat pills. The good news is the one I got because I have like a constipation problem. So <laughs> you guys are a perfect couple. I love that. It comes together. Yin and yang. <laughs> so the my medicine for the one I got was that um, and the funny thing is like we have the the, the box all of us have separate definitely separate Bringing the wrong thing will be terrible. <laughs> you were going for Chinese medicine. This was about the box. Very happy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and then I, and now I actually remembered because the when when we landed in Shanghai, I was like, oh, I should have brought my medication to famous little movie star there. <laughs> I was gonna ask what things about Rich. Everybody was so impressed. Like my entire family, every single person. There was oh, there's this person who was like, and then, then the moment he stood out, he was like, "Oh, this is better than anyone in my family." <laughs> right, Rich? Do you remember like how they reacted? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm better than anyone except that person. <laughs> and how are you better at chopsticks? I mean, if you get this stuff. If you get the stuff in your mouth, are you good at it? I'm, I'm paint this picture for me. Why is Rich better? That's the thing I'm curious about. So that's kind of Just my elegant, generally <laughs> elegant. Oh, oh. back to my <laughs> earlier statement. <laughs> Very elegant chopstick user. Okay, Rich. Hipster. Elegant Told them about the gentle dagger. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is elegant chopstick? Yeah, it sounds like a girl's <laughs> name. <laughs> 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 
It's like you sound a little gay. That could be like. <laughs> I don't know how we went this direction. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so chapter, um, and then the reason why we all have to be like as one as we can be to help each other is because we all have to be and who cares? And then like we're in a rush. So we just all use the skill we're trying to do something. Um, but I don't hold it with the proper way. So there is the proper elegance um, that, so when I hold it, um, I will create Good Chinese name. <laughs> yeah, and we don't have those chapters in our skill elegance. So yeah, we don't have that. So I I only know like, oh, there's some phrase that you learn and then you have to repeat. <laughs> European, I feel that most Americans are just like that. Well, you know, so they should come with wrappers here, like just hold them in different hands, see if you can do it. Chopsticks. <laughs> Can you do it? Here we here we are in this fancy crowd. Seven minutes left in this session. Are here actually on the phone with the other Seattle owner personalities. I don't know her Also, the Chinese language, um, which uh, is pretty like comprehensive, but it's very illiterate. Um, and I, I think that is also a test for like what the 
not too much about American culture and stuff. Um, well, I will give a, a quick of my experience with Indian culture. And Indian We don't have time to do that because every single like thirty seconds, you're supposed to raise a glass and share something with them, <laughs> and then you haven't shared it before, and you have to wish them all the good things that you don't really know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, Rich, what what's what's the Chinese language like for you? Um, I'm glad we didn't have that much to talk about because it would have been pretty drunk by the end. Every five minutes, yeah, you're just kind of sitting and spinning around like a wheel around a table. You're trying to grab some food, and then someone's like standing up and looking over at you. You're like, hi, cow. Oh, that's not what I want. No, it was it was fun. around and around in a circle and you're trying to what why don't you talk <laughs> mushrooms stop scares like me yeah well oh is, was that a question i mean i think you got better in kind of a normal grab a quick bite and then okay and then just sometimes i would initiate the approach when i'm on my own nobody caught me in the middle of a bite i'm going to do it <laughs> <laughs> and that will last another five minutes until I get to the next one. But I think that's good. Like, okay, this is this is the thing that I want to do. I'll grab this now and then I'll take a bite after it. <laughs> but then, like, so one of the things that I I drink so much um, at the end of the day. Like, the goal is to just whoever sits down and eats the most. <laughs> and you're the last one standing. Back to yeah. Wait, the goal is to be the last one there, or the one that sits down. Oh, so the last one sits down, and yeah. you want to get other people to sit there next to you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then so all of them have at some point has sugars and water. <laughs> it's to that level. Um, but then now because I have my own home, I wake up at like six a.m. If I'm driving, I used to go to Coney and just pop pop pop. Then like all this beer, like my uncle, they're so strict. Um, they drive to work in the morning and they come home at night. The situation that they, they used to be like that. Oh, so you're not <laughs> still trying to get them to do that? Not anymore. Not anymore. If they're gonna do that, you gotta do it with the milk. Can't drink, you can't <laughs> yeah. drink a whole gallon of milk. So if you just keep taking shots of milk as you get to that point, you're fucked. Your body can't handle it. Uh, <laughs> Left. Any horror stories that anybody has about meeting aliens? Any like just you really botched that one and you know one of those things? Did, 
you count that as your first time, or was it only like point five? And I think you're both just a bunch of sweatbags. bathroom at church? Congratulations. I hope you have a wonderful wedding and super excited for you and your future future and butters on the cake. Don't give up on the dream, Ray. Thank you so much. These are so fun. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hi. We can do a quick sign out. Seven tonight and six o'clock tomorrow. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right, Brandy Clark saying goodbye with Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Bernicia saying goodbye. I want to meet your parents. <laughs> <laughs>
it's your boy CFO here. I'm here to let you know that the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. Blog Tigers, we fight for motorcycles. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Blog Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, for you, motorcycle lawyers. Today, special offer not evidence. Have these comments applicable to 300 company members. FM. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Gold Cadillac with the white
Michael Spiegelman. I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch Bullet Movie On. YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're good. Uh, here's his theme song again. Bye. Happening. This is your boy Rob Edwards here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020. The special podcast and comedy show, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission. Or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at Mutiny Radio. FM. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. A little bit of Smashing Pumpkins coming your way, then Joanna Bateman giving a call. Exciting, exciting stuff here. Friday night, end of March, mutinyradio.fm. 
joining me right now on the phone, Joanna Bateman. Hey, what's up, Pam? What's up, Mutiny? How's it going? Woo! Yeah, that's where the crowd was like, woo! And, uh, and I'd be like, yeah, what up, Mission District? And the crowd would go like, woohoo! And I'd be like, yeah, San Francisco, what up? Are you, are you not crowd, in SF right now? Am I, no, I am. I'm in SF. Oh, okay. I would be like, what up, SF? Okay, and then sweet. SF crowd would be like, yeah. And then I'd be like, what up, California? <laughs> and then I'd be like, what up, America? And people would be like, well, not so much. I don't know. I don't know. How are you feeling about the state of things, Pam? How uh, are you? How are you feeling? Uh, you know, uh, no, absolutely nothing's different for me. I mean, I, I've, I've always been poor. The same people still don't have housing in the Tenderloin. I was looking out my window, and there's this guy called Fuck My Life because he always just stares at himself and goes like, Fuck My Life! So I call him yeah. Fuck My Life. Yeah. And his He's whole life there. is exactly the same. Every There is not one thing has changed for him. <laughs> not one thing. So I think it, a lot of it has to do with That's perspective. Great. Like, Yeah, no, I totally feel that. Perspective. My life has, my life, you know, my life... I'm kind of a germ freak, so I'm really grateful that, like, everybody's respecting each other's distances. I'm like, this, can you imagine if this had happened? Like, if this had been the response to the Me Too movement, <laughs> like, if after <laughs> Harvey Weinstein got, like, totally tanked and, you know, Louis C.K. and all those guys and freaking everybody, can you imagine if the next day you went out to go to the grocery and everybody was, like, giving you six feet distance, like, and nobody was, like, talking to you who you didn't know, and nobody was, like, it would be, like, oh my God, like, people get it, like, respect my face, like, yeah. I don't want anybody to talk to me right now, so, but there, but then, but then you, then you see, like, grown men in the grocery store with, like, a list and, like, a pencil, and they're, like, hyperventilating like they've never done it before in their lives and they're like staring at the list and scratching you know potato off on the list and they're just like barely breathing because they're so just like freaked out that that their caretaker for their children isn't there anymore and that the maid isn't there anymore and they're like ah honey you gotta dust like this place is a mess and she's like i don't normally do that we pay somebody to do that and it's like Who's walking our dogs? I don't know. We pay somebody to do that, too. It's like, who's teaching our kids? I don't know. We pay somebody to do that, too. Like, everybody's having to, like, do the shit that other people do for them. It's like, I don't know. I feel like people are really, like, having to take a real good, hard look at their life choices and, like, face what they've made in their lives. Who's living my life? From it right now. Who's living my life? I, I pay someone to do that. Exactly. <laughs> so I that I could just watch Netflix. To... No, I'm kidding. I don't want to watch exactly. any Netflix. Yeah, I don't watch any Netflix, but I'm watching I'm watching uh the science of food right now. They just Ooh. they just uh they just uh like put uh, breast milk in a in a scientific like breakdown of its elements. Sweet. Broke it down into the fat uh, and the 22% fat, and baby. Carbs. I know. I was like, I want Pam breast milk yeah. with the C THGs. Yeah, CBDs, THCs. I mean, so many cannabinoids. 
So many usable cannabinoids. Yes, yes, yes. So how no. are you? How are you faring? Because obviously I'm, there's no yoga. I mean, you can yoga in your house. Are you like? Are you like doing live stream yoga on Zoom, like where people are all? There, yes, yes, yes. There are. I I am not I am not personally doing that, uh, but I did watch my friend because I. I'm not a yoga teacher. I'm just a checker inner at oh, the studio. So my job got shut down real quick. I got told on, you know, Monday the 16th that we were shutting everything down. And so I filed for unemployment and I, you know, am uh, cooking and uh, taking care of my, uh, my man because oh. he can't go out to eat as much. And like, so... For the first time in our four years, I'm, like, cooking on the regular and, like, enjoying, like, you know, he's eating at home because he was, like, kind of, like, addicted to eating out and stuff. So that's been an interesting thing, like, figuring out, you know, it's like, yeah, it's been interesting. I've enjoyed it, actually. It's been kind of rewarding. It's like, look at my frontiers woman skills coming into play, like... Hell Look yeah! At these jeans, these farmer jeans, these women. I I know how to feed a man. I can keep you full. I'm. So I feel. I feel. Yeah. I'm hoping it's all. It's worse than we think it is because supposedly we're gonna be off all of this on April seventh, and I'm like, no, double down, make it crazier. Let's make this apocalypse roll, man. Let's get to <laughs> it. Let's get to the. Yeah. Let's let's get to the fun part, like the dangerous part, like when I get to go to get my new house. There's a house. Yeah. There's a house I'm going to yeah. get. That's my house now. Uh, exactly. Yes. Let's keep this thing rolling just a couple more months. Just like, a couple more on. months. Just this. let everybody get a little more desperate, and then my skills really come to fruition. <laughs> now, then, <laughs> then my ability to murder pigeons and eat them is going to over an open fire. It's really going to yeah, take into effect. Yeah, my ability to, like, skin a trout. You know, what? from my bird bath that Hell I've yeah. like made from just digging a hole and like till you know, like I wanna I wanna be a bear in the river that all of a sudden gets made because human beings, you know I don't know. Yeah. All I know is Pam that um I am I am actually doing something on the Instagrams that I wanna promote to anybody who's cool. listening right now. I'm doing an Instagram live talk show on Monday through Thursday from 12.45 to 1.45 Pacific time. And uh, you can tune in on the live, Instagram live, Joanna, it's going to be called Upbeat with Joanna Bateman. (laughs) And like, I'd love to, uh, yeah, interview you. You can come, all you have to do is see my little circle on Instagram live and uh, you can just press request. Uh, to join my live show and uh, several comedians are going to be on there and uh, we're just going to like, I'm just going to try to have a creative outlet much, uh, much like you have Pam right Sweet. now. Yeah. You're going to, a talk show. That's great. Yeah. This, yeah, a talk this, show with the, like gardening and like crafts and like sure. and comedy at the end and you know, like a song and dance portion. Well, I know you've got your cooking down now. You said you've been practicing the cooking, so you've got the whole... Exactly. Yeah. How to feed your beast. How to feed your beast. (laughs) 
I remember your it, joke when he leaves the house and then you pull your boob out and you're like, and then you get the peanut yes. butter. So I have that image in my head right now. I'm like, oh, but he's there. Yes. So it's she's not going to let know. the tentacles out to get the peanut butter exactly, jar. Exactly, exactly. Now I feel more like, I feel less like a girlfriend and more like a lieutenant <laughs> right now. <laughs> you're on I the same army. I definitely feel like, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm like, what is it today, Sarge? Like, what do you need? What is it that we need today? Oh, that's very like, sweet. So you're like yeah, Team Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, we're Team Apocalypse. Uh, we went to the track today, the Kizar Stadium track. Oh. And uh, that was a little risky because you can't really stay six feet apart all the time because if you pass somebody or if you get passed on the track, like, they're... Well, also, if you're running, you probably aren't going to have a respiratory. I mean, the people that are out running probably aren't sick because it's a respiratory disease and you're running. So I think you're fine. (laughs) I think. Yeah, but then there was orders today saying that uh, they're advising you. The city of San Francisco is advising to not go anywhere that isn't walking distance from your house. But everything is walking distance in San Francisco. It's seven by seven. Exactly. Boom. That's there like you go, Pam. I've been walking every day from the Tenderloin here to the Mission to the station because I want mm-hmm. exercise. I'm not just gonna sit on my ass all day. Like exactly. It, it's like two miles. Come on. It, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. But I don't. I don't want to no become deal. sedentary either. I'm trying to walk every day because. Yeah. Exactly. And because it's so easy to fall into, what was that? I said you have to stay strong. Yeah, you have to keep your body moving. Yeah. Well, you don't want to fall into patterns of like waking up super late. Like, I mean, okay, so I haven't been, I haven't been drinking that much. And usually in a crisis like this, I'd be like, I'm going to be drunk all the time. And I I haven't been, but. Yeah, gotta stay healthy. Well, harder, like wake up in the morning. To not. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, like so push ups, drink a smoothie, yeah. fucking exactly. Yes. Now's the time to optimize your health, and it's like you're doing everything because you're choosing to do it. It's kind of liberating in some form. Like everything you do right now is a choice that you're doing. Yeah. I read mean, read a book. Oh my God, isn't that fun? People are like, oh, I just yeah. don't have any time to read. It's like, actually, now is a great time. You got time. <laughs> Get a cat. Sam, was... what's your book rec? What's your book recommendation? Right oh, now? well, any... you know, the easiest, the easiest go-to for me for anything is always Stephen King. He's such a great and just incredible writer, and he has such a breadth of work that you can get anything. Like, I, I mean, I'm just about to reread The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon only because I just saw it on my shelf like yesterday. I was like, oh, I love, and I haven't read it again like this year. And I love, 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 love. It's a deep cut from Stephen King. It's about an 11-year-old girl who gets lost in the forest. And there's a bear, but is a bear real? And is she sick? And what's going on? And, oh, it's so crazy. It's such a good book. And, and he, Oh, my God. It yeah. sounds awesome. And she's like, and that he's an old, well, Stephen King's not like an old man. But he, but to do a first-person narrative from the eyes of an 11-year-old girl and make it fucking believe, like, make me be like, yeah, like, I'm that's I'm cool. in. That's a talent. Right. Yeah, that's so dope. he can do no wrong in my eyes. But uh, there's also like super fluffy fun stuff. I don't know if anybody's ever read um, the Divergence series. Uh, there's four of yeah. them. 
and it yeah. is fluffy and fun and you could just zip through it's like tv in your head and it's Ooh. it's a, it's great the divergent series i know that they made a movie out of it or whatever but fuck the movie don't watch the movie read the books read the book divergent yeah. series yeah let's do it let's yeah do it's it. in post-apocalyptic um chicago and oh, great. Yeah, that's where Chicago is right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you, but you've been you've been creative. You got your show coming up. You've I've got my show coming up. I've been in. I've been weeding. I've been weeding the, the the clovers that come up around where I live and taking care of like the earth um, outside of my immediate housing and. Um, I file for unemployment. I look forward to receiving my check. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, it's like Andrew Wang. His like dream is coming true right now. Right. Like, who knew it had to come to a pandemic to get, you know, everybody paid some money. So. Yeah, we'll see. I've got some we'll grants see. in the. I've got some grants in the works for because I don't. I don't Which? have any. I can't get any unemployment. That doesn't work you for can, me. can not from your bar. Well, well, I don't. I only work one day a week there, so it's just not even Aww. worth it to like fuck with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. To, for them to give me thirty bucks and then take half of it or whatever in tax. It just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, like yeah. at all. So I'm just yeah. not in doing that. You're getting but this, the grants. You're getting those artist grants. Yeah, I'm trying because the station. There's just no income here, and. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I not. am like yeah. ah, but if everything, you know what, everything will work out. I'm not. I'm honestly not afraid, and I've never. This isn't. This apocalypse has been hella fun. I've never had more fun. I've been creative. I've been writing. I've been. Everything's been great. Like, yeah, it's like the quarantine is like a residency of some kind. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It, is. it really. I it mean, is. I feel take. I feel like as long as I'm taking care of. You know myself and the people like 